We look out over to the fields. The enemies. They are coming towards us. We stand our ground. Spears in hand. Shields at the ready. We wait. We cry. Aru! 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 Hey, as they come to us. What? It's cancelled. I know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get into it. Happy Monday, everybody. Super Swole Bros are back. Um, before we really get into it, uh, I just wanted to remind everyone that you have until August 27th to call us to basically torture us. Well, mainly, mainly him. Mainly him. Hopefully, only him. But, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot to ask a few friends of mine to call in, but now that you reminded me, thank you very much. Well, so far we have no calls in. Well, I mean, it's been out for all of what? A few three, days. Three days. At this point. Um, <clears throat> we also kind of wanted to point out the fact that this is going to be the last episode of season one. And we were originally planning on having season one last until uh, when we started in November. We were planning on taking a break in November and then coming back with season two. However, with how COVID's been going on and how a lot of things are happening kind of around us, uh, we decided we wanted to take a little bit of a break to kind of like recharge and revamp uh, how we do this podcast. So we're going to be taking a little bit of a break for a while. And we should be coming back in the next two weeks or so. The episode formats might change a little bit, like in terms of how often we put them out. But hopefully we're going to make them a little bit longer to make it up to you guys. Yeah, and we just, we wanted to be able to like, be able to talk more consistently about what's going on and about like new training tips, new video games. And just lately it's been really hard for us to kind of get cool. together and find all these things to talk about. And it's just been a little discouraging for us. So we just kind of wanted to step back, take a breather. Yeah. Like we, we'd always have a bit of time before each recording to like work out some stuff, but yeah. we haven't had that for a while, honestly. Yeah. So in the next few weeks, uh, unfortunately, there won't be any episodes, but we will be coming back longer episodes every other week. Uh, we will also be changing how we do our Swole Juice reviews, and we will be trying to find more things to talk about that you guys are interested in. And uh, aside from leaving us a voicemail on Anchor about us being tortured uh, and doing our task, we also kind of want to hear what you guys would be interested in us doing how you think the new format should be, um, and if there's anything else that we should be doing to make the show a little bit, you know, more enjoyable. Yeah, and, you know, if you happen to decide that Brad needs more challenges, feel free to suggest them, mainly and just if, for Brad. And, you know, if you think Isaac needs more challenges, uh, feel free to suggest those first. <laughs> uh, Brad, Brad can take them better than I can, let's just say. <laughs> um... But uh, with that being said, we're going to kind of get into what's been going on. So um, the biggest thing, honestly, is the Spartan cancellation. Yeah, so, you couldn't tell from the monologue. Brad was channeling his inner Spartan before I just pulled the plug on that. Yeah. Um, so we had plans. We're going we're still going to be going to Tahoe. We're still going to be recording an episode while we're in Tahoe. Yeah. Uh, and I think now we should be doing a challenge in Tahoe, maybe for the uh uh, the virtual race, the Big Sur reel, maybe in Tahoe should be where we do our 5k. 
or 10k or something like that. And that will be a little harder because of the whole elevated yeah. area thing. And that'll that'll be a, a challenge for both of us. Um, but we're also going to be trying to figure out some new things that we can do fitness related while we're out there. Um, obviously, elevation has a big factor to play in when you're oh, nice. doing physical activities. Um, so we're going to be kind of uh, experimenting while we're up there with uh, some workouts and stuff like that. And then, you know, have a few things to talk about. Uh, Isaac has found the dumbbells that are in my room. And since he has not used a dumbbell in weeks, he keeps using it while we're recording. I miss challenging my muscles, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm going to shrink during this next quarantine lockdown, <laughs> so I'm going to fight that. So this cancellation with Spartan makes me wonder what the future of OCR is. OCR is obstacle course racing, which I totally knew and didn't have to ask today. Yeah, totally. Uh, we just don't really know what's going to happen with OCRs in the future. Right now, uh, Spartan is doing so. The race that you signed up for and all the races I signed up for this year, they're allowing us to defer them to next year or changing them out for a $100 in-store credit. I'm just going to defer them. Same. But I don't want to sign up for anything yet until I know for a fact there will be races next year. Yeah, cause it, it, it would be annoying for us to make plans again, structured around the new schedule, only for it to crash Fall apart, burn, yeah. like, like every schedule we've made so far. Yeah. So that also brings the other question is, how is COVID-19 going to affect Spartan and other OCRs in the long run? And I've like kind of thought about this. Uh, so Spartan announced like they were changing some of the obstacles and they were going to have people cleaning the obstacles every 15, 20 minutes. There weren't going to be certain, uh, athletes weren't allowed, uh, not athletes, but they weren't having the competitive heats running. And honestly, I think that they should keep that for the duration of 2021. I hate the fact that I'm saying that because I was really looking forward to trying to compete. In, in one or two in 2021, I wanted to sign up for a, an age group run and see how I compared to other athletes. However, with the way everything's been going, it might be a good idea for them to take a step back, continue with that idea of the cleaning of obstacles, changing some of the obstacles just for next season. That way, when people start coming back to OCR, they feel more confident and safer. Because it seems like there are several people who have looked into doing OCR, but have shied away because of this whole COVID-19 pandemic. I would say that that wouldn't be the most convenient, but it would be the safer option out of any policy they could do right now, I think. I Yes. And I really hope that whatever they do end up doing for the 2021 season, they continue to keep us in mind uh, and they continue to keep us safe. Um, so, you know, if any Spartans are listening, let us know your thoughts on what Spartan Race and other OCRs should be doing. That being said, uh, I heard from our old friend Satan. I was actually going to invite her on this episode, but since we decided we were going to record this in person to talk about the new format we're coming out with, I decided it would be best if it was just you and I. But she goes to a Tough Mudder boot camp gym. And they are completely shutting down Tough Mudder Boot Camp Gym, where she goes. It's, like, not even going to open up again. Like, ever? Ever. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. 
So where do you find yourself if your gym is being shut down due to the pandemic and remaining closed? Where do you then find yourself for your fitness? Well, you can do what we've done and just in throw yourself into cardio as much as you can. Yes. I, I will say that the resistance bands are, are helping. They're just not doing what I'm used to to keep me going. They're, they aren't exactly what you want. Yeah. They're useful, but they're not the best. And it could also be you did get the small resistance bands, the ones that are made for different types of workouts. I'm sure if you had a different set of resistance bands, maybe oh, yeah. longer if I, ones. If I, if I had invested uh, more money into it, I probably would be a lot happier. Mm-hmm. But it was on sale, and it was the best economical option at the yeah. moment. And I've seen some people doing some different things. So I saw one person who filled uh, gallon milk jugs with water or cement, depending, and using those as kettlebells, using those as dumbbells. Uh, there's always going to be a way for you to find weight with what you're doing. And it's going to be a little bit harder for OCR uh, oriented people. It's going to be a little bit harder for CrossFit oriented people just because we're used to multiple different ways of doing these exercises. And now you're taking away half of what we use. Yeah. But if you have the funds, if you have the means and you can make yourself a small at home gym, I think that's, an excellent option. Of course, we are not in that position. If you're around and like to invite us, we'd be happy to go. If anyone has an app at home gym and would like to invite the Super Swole Bros to, for a workout, please contact us. We'll bring the Fit Soda. It's really good. We'll bring the Fit Soda. Um, and now that kind of leads into how gyms have been adapting to this new crazy world of COVID-19. Well, you know how some were like completely creating socially distanced sanitized places as gyms like, yes and that was one thing they did yeah and then there are some others that are doing strictly outdoor training now there's a lot involved when you do an outdoor gym yeah. first of all you need a place for the outdoor gym and you need staff for an outdoor gym not just to make to make sure that the only people using the equipment are members to make sure that the equipment is not being stolen yeah. to help bring out the equipment and put it away at the end of the day. There's a lot of things involved in the outdoor gym and setting one up. It is a little bit difficult and it's also a lot more costly than being able to just lock the door or have a key card that only members can use. Yeah. But on the other hand, it does give you that sense of community again, when you can go and have a, even if it's socially distanced, like have a class with other people being taught to like, uh, those outdoor weightlifting classes. Yeah. Our gym has actually been doing a few of those, uh, that you can sign up for, but you, it's a BYOB, bring your own barbell or BYOD, bring your own dumbbell. Uh, they've been doing a few classes like that. They've also been doing some like yoga classes outside and they've been organizing hikes and runs, which absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Like, the fact uh, that they're they're giving something when they can't actually physically go to the gym is nice, you know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely nice. And it also is, again, I'm just, it, it's a little concerning because I'm worried that small-time gyms, such as the one we go to, are going to struggle to survive in this new environment. I mean, you know, you talk about bigger gyms, Gold's 24-hour fitness, things of those places. 
and they actually have the funds. Yeah, they can they can ride this out if they need to. They can. Whereas small gyms. So guys, if you go to a small gym, continue to support them. Um, I know a lot of people at our gym paused the membership when we first came out of lockdown originally. Yeah. And I understand why, but if this continues on and people continue to pause memberships, they there aren't going to be, function. there aren't going to be gyms for us to go back to. Yeah. <clears throat> so that also kind of brings me to sports and how sports are functioning during COVID-19. It is it is weird because they are they are reopening some sports. Like I don't think I don't know about football, but I think with the baseball, baseball is open, and a lot of the teams have cardboard cutouts of, of fans. fans. It's 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 literally like, like that scene in Wii Sports when you're playing baseball with all the cardboard cutouts fans cheering yeah. for you. Like yay! It's like two animation frames. I don't know if you saw, but Fox Sports started digitally animating fans in the crowd. Oh my god! And it is the most terrible thing ever. That's... There's like a five second delay in their reactions. And it's literally like the same 20 people over and over and over again. <laughs> that, that sounds more like a nightmare than a fun game. <laughs> like if I if I walked into a stadium where that was happening, like to see people playing a game and then electronic fans just... Yeah, yeah. I would be terrified. And also a lot of uh, um, baseball teams are doing um, fake crowd noises. Uh, at least for the broadcast. I don't know if it's pumped into the stadium itself, but they're doing it for the broadcast, which I actually kind of like. There is a bit of a lag because, you know. It does give you that illusion of but it, this it, is. Yeah, it makes it feel more real. Now, I know baseball, is, a lot of people consider baseball to be very boring. Um, but I, I enjoy baseball. It's one of the few sports that I actually do kind of keep track of. I It was just. As a kid, it was just easy to learn the rules, so it was fun to play. Yeah, and that's another thing is uh, the new Spartan races. I I think for next year, they should also limit the amount of fans that can come in to enjoy the festival area. It will suck. But, again, guys, it's just trying to find ways so that we can get back to the sense of being normal. Yeah, it, it'll be a while, even after the lockdown lifts for us to fully get back to normal. Cause there's so much stuff we got to go through now. Oh yeah. And one of the things that's taken over is esports. There was esports. Uh, NASCAR did uh, a bunch of simu- uh, simu- sim simulated, simulated races, sim using sim racing technology. Um, a lot of the esports communities are actually starting to be watched by people who normally wouldn't watch them. Because well, now there's nothing else to watch. Yeah. And it's opening up a whole new category of what it means to be an athlete or what it means to be paid to play a video game. So that kind of brings me to my question is, what are some three game concepts that you think should be a thing that might not already be a thing or ways they can expand on existing games to make them more enjoyable? Okay, okay, I got one. This is something that me and my friends have talked about for a while now. Okay. Usually when we're playing GTA Online. And that is GTA Online, but there's like multiple cities in it. Okay, like, okay. Like they, I'm, okay. I'm okay with the maps being smaller. Like maybe instead of GTA 5, you wouldn't have the entire map. You would just have 
the city of uh, Los Santos. Yeah. And that's it. But you could leave that city and go to a new one. Like, you can go to the GTA equivalent of New York or um, San Francisco or, like, those cities, like, major cities, but just in the GTA world. I think that they should have, like, airports set up and you have to, like, pay. But it's, like, a simulation, so you actually have to wait in TSA. Oh, that'd be terrible. I mean, no. <laughs> like, I'd be okay with, like, doing that once for an achievement, but... Any other time, I'd be hijacking a plane for sure. Yeah, just, you know, once for an achievement. I think they should make it to where the planes aren't hijackable, though. Probably not, but... So that way you can actually... You'd have to sit and... Buy your ticket to London and maybe, like, have it, like, one-minute cutscene when you get on the plane. Gotta sneak your way through security with all your uh, contraband. Yeah. Like, okay, sniper rifle, rocket launcher, Molotovs, grenades. Where are you going? No, it's like they go through your bag. All right, sniper rifle, rocket launcher, Molotov, AK-47, M-16, pocket knife. No, you cannot bring this on the plane, sir. This is a danger to us all. <laughs> yeah. And then they let you go through with all Everything this. else. Like, I've got a permit for all these. It's legal. <laughs> Permit's all in Sharpie. I've, I've always kind of thought it would be really interesting if they made a Western or... Uh, like, 1920s, like, Diablo-style game. So, like, a more more steampunk than fantasy? Yeah, like, either more steampunk or more western than fantasy. I think that'd be really interesting. And I also really think that if they could do a concept like that, kind of keep the lore elements, like, you know, like, the whole lore behind Diablo, kind of do something like that, where there's still fantasy elements, but... It's transported into a different oh. setting that people wouldn't necessarily view as the setting that it should be in. So, like, uh, the term bounty hunter there, it could mean hunting after people or demons. You know? Yes. Yeah. That, that'd be that'd be dope. I'm down for that immediately. I, I think that'd be a really interesting concept, and I also think it'd be really, really fun to just mess around in that type of game. It would be. Speaking of messing around in games... <laughs> This is just my personal thought, but you know how, like, GTA is set in, like, modern times? Yeah. And Red Dead's set in, like, the Old West? Yeah. What about that style game, but set in, like, a sci-fi fantasy setting? Like a moon base or something? Yeah, or, like, different planets, or, like, even on a giant, like, megalithic spaceship. Oh, if it was, like, on a giant spaceship? You know what would be really cool? If they did it where it's on a giant spaceship for, like, the first two years? Like, the first actual two years, and then, like, a new patch comes out where the ship actually Lands. reaches its destination. Oh, that'd be dope. That would be really, really interesting. Um, I don't know, though, because, like, the other thing is, how many people would really be interested in it? I, I think if I say a sci-fi GTA, they'll be interested in it just because they want to cause as much mayhem as Absolute they can. mayhem using lasers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Or a Star Wars GTA. Oh, that would be insane, and I don't know that Disney could allow that. But I don't think Disney would ever allow that. Disney, if you want to be cool, you know, um, <laughs> we got ideas. Uh, another game that I was thinking of is, I, I know these style games exist, but I would really like to see a, like a terraform simulator but not necessarily from the view of terraforming the planet but from the view of a protagonist who is on the planet as it's being terraformed so like you have to deal with maybe 
gangs that are messing with something or like corrupt officials who are doing something while you're trying to make sure that the dome that the people live in is fine while the terraforming outside is going well and kind of like side missions to is plant life growing things like that i think that'd be kind of cool that just gave me my third idea. Okay, let's hear so, it. You know how some games have like a mechanic where one player is like kind of like the game master or like the the enemy? Yeah. And you have a group of players trying to survive and the changes that they make? Mm-hmm. So what about that with what you just said? Like you have one like deity or god or whatever you're saying who's terraforming the planet however they want and four players trying to get their community to survive in the world as it changes. Ooh. Oh, that'd be interesting. Like you can like... You'll be doing whatever you're doing, and then I can be like, you know what? You know what they need this day? They need a flood. And then a flood just happens, and you got to deal with that and survive. That would be kind of cool. It would be interesting, because you would give one player godlike powers that they have to deal with for the four people playing. Yeah, but they can only, like, they have to charge up the godlike powers type thing. That is fair. They would have to wait to make a balance, but that is still... Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. That almost kind of reminds me of... Uh... Oh god, what was that game called? Hunter or something like that where where like five players are put in in the game and one of them is randomly chosen to be the one who gets hunted but like they transform into oh, a more, What's that game called? Um, evolve? evolve? Evolve. Thank you. Yes, I know is that. Yeah. That would uh, I've always wanted to play Evolve and I never played it. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I hear it's really fun. I I think I should maybe look into that. But the other type of game that I really want to see this is me going back into my Warhammer nerdiness. I want... Brad, Brad, he never left it. Uh, yeah, I know. I want a video game where it is the tabletop of Warhammer. Instead of like... Instead of like the Inquisitor Martyr or like uh, uh, Dawn of War where you're controlling the army. I want it actually to be like turn-based with the miniatures but make the miniatures animated. Okay, so like it's a tabletop game, you would do play normally, but then when it came to the fighting, it would just zoom in to a fight between. Yeah, so like you you roll, like let's say I'm shooting at your unit and I get three hits, so and you only saved one, then it would animate my guy shooting you, and then two of them dropping and one of them just kind of getting like. That would be actually really really fun to think about like a tabletop game where it could be like especially now when everyone can't really be together to play yeah exactly that's what that's why i want it i want to be able to like get back into playing warhammer but i can't do that they right have now. something like that on steam i know they do i know there are a few like tabletop simulators tabletop simulators like tabletop and i know they have patches yeah but i really want one like an official warhammer or an you know just to so I have those rules, and I just I think it'd be fun. From the, from the best of my memory, uh, Tabletop Simulator on Steam does have certain patches you can add that can, like you can add a Warhammer module or yeah, a, I know. a D&D module, I think. But it's not quite the same as actually yeah. being there. It's the closest you can get, honestly, other than like a virtual Zoom room. Oh, that'd be an idea. Virtual Zoom room? Virtual Zoom. I just... I would love to see that uh, style, like that game, like Games Workshop. Come on, talk yeah. to me. Let's let's get this thing. Let's get this ball rolling. Dude. It might be a while because right now the current trend is MOBAs. 
Yeah, MOBAs or FPS. Which are like how many MOBA clones are there right now? Way too many. Like I think there's like three Way or four many. that have been popping up in my feed of oh check out this new MOBA, check out this new MOBA, check out this new MOBA. I'm like <laughs> just one's enough, guys. Come yeah, on. we just need one. Yeah. Uh, I do appreciate it, though, because it does allow people who are interested in different genres to still enter that type of right. video game. So I think it's good, but it's still annoying. It's still an oversaturation of the market. 100% agree with that. Yeah. like on the, I, I like the variety. I, I'm just, this isn't my time right now. Yeah, and that is kind of a problem when it comes to a lot of video games and i feel like i would enjoy some video games more than others if i didn't have clo so many clones of them if that makes sense a lot of the a lot of video games like kind of go off the same concept which i totally understand but i i Love it when I see something new or a new element. Kind of like uh, when we were talking about Halo the other week, the grappling hook element. That's a new element in Halo. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think he he really needs it, but it's cool that he has it and he it, can use it if he wants it. And it's gonna add a new layer into that game. Yeah, I wonder how that will work in like multiplayer. If you'll have that in, I don't know multiplayer. But that you know, again, that is also a clone. There are other games that are similar to Halo that have grappling hooks. So. You know, it's kind of gimmicky. Yeah, a little bit. But at the same time, I'm excited about it. And I, I know that's a little hypocritical of me, but I, I enjoy some gimmicks when, yeah. they're, when they're well done. When they're well done. Yes, I'm just I'm waiting for the next big thing in video games to hit, and we're all just like blown away. That's what I'm waiting on. Honestly, I'm just waiting for Cyberpunk because I've, I've waited long enough. I think we're all waiting for Cyberpunk still, okay? We've all waited you long enough. You don't need to remind us. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. i got to dig that knife deeper because it's just twisting in my back. So if i got to suffer, so do all of you. <laughs> so are there any video games that have come out recently that you've checked, like looked into? or? Um, I wouldn't say recently, but that I've recently started playing again is Divinity 2. Okay. I think I mentioned that before, but I'm getting more into it. It's it's really cool. If you have a PC, it, like you can play it on console too, but it, it's better on the computer, honestly. Hmm. And it's it is the closest thing you can you probably get to a D and D campaign online. I know there are a few uh, chat rooms and like Roll20.net. I think is one of them where you can play a D and D game online. Uh, with your friends, which is really cool, but there's a lot of planning involved for it. Yeah, this this will take some of the guesswork out for you because it, it has its own game story that you yeah. go through the campaign. It You can make your own character in that world and go through that together as like a four-person team. Yeah. In, in all honesty, I've, I've heard a lot about that game, especially when it first came out. Oh, yeah. It was... People were hyped about it when it came out. Yeah. And, I don't. I don't think the hype ever really died. I think it's still gotten like a nine out of ten for most reviews. Yeah, and I would. Uh, I maybe that's a game that I should look into. Maybe taking a little bit of spare time and. Oh, it, it it's a time sink, buddy. It's it's gonna. Yeah, I know. Like I if know you if you start playing and get addicted, you're not. 
that beard is going to be wizard level by the time you're done. Hey, I'm just trying to get my Gandalf beard going, okay? Well, if that will that will you'll be lost to time if you play that game. So you'll get your Gandalf your Gandalf beard for sure. Okay. So this is going to bring us to a few like little talking points and then we're going to call the episode just so you and I can meet up after we're done recording. We need to figure out a new format. We need to figure out how we're going to be addressing Super Swole Bros going forward cuz we aren't going away. We just we need a break. And that break will be full of video games and hopefully fitness and hopefully the gym. But we don't know yet. So maybe I, a little bit of alcohol just just it saying. just splashed in there every so often. So what is your view on going forward with how we are going to address the Super Swole Bros podcast. I think right now it's the best option just because even though we have a lot of time, we don't have a lot of freedom to do much with that time. Yeah. So it's harder for us to do the activities that make up most of this podcast. Yeah. And this was a decision that I've been mulling over for about two weeks now. And I've only been thought about it for like a week. Yeah, and I talked to you last week about it. Yeah. About it, and we decided we just kind of came to the conclusion that this is the best outcome. So think, uh, yeah, right now, given the current circumstances, it's it's easier on us, and we can get better at content for you guys. Yeah, and we can work on some of those scripted podcasts that I've been working on. We actually recorded the pilot for one of them. And, ooh, maybe I should throw the pilot. Maybe, it. like, a clip of it. Yeah, I'll throw a clip of the pilot in here. You know what? Hold on, guys. Uh, this is a clip of the new scripted podcast we are working on. It is going to be a 10-part series. Um, each episode will range from 10 to 20 minutes, except for the pilot, which is only going to be about 7. So, please enjoy this 30-second clip. small apartment that once belonged to an amateur ham radio enthusiast. Lucky for me, when he was out of the picture, they left his radio untouched. Well, he hid it and I found it. I guess I should start from the beginning before I lose his transmission. So the whole thing started here. They call it the California virus, and I honestly can't remember the real name. I have no idea where it came from. But here we are. At least what's left of us. I'm... I'm just terrified right now. I know you can't tell from my amazing radio composure, but really there are so many things you don't know about. So many things. Are you excited? <laughs> terrified, probably, but yeah. yeah. Um, there's still a lot more that I need to add in to the podcast itself uh, for the editing of it. Um, but that is the rough draft, essentially, right now. So we are going to kind of work on that. We're going to talk a lot about Super Swole Bros and figuring out how to get everything started. And when we come back, my goal is to have a, I don't know, a sticker store. Because I have that new shirt design. We have the stickers that we never released. We need to find a way to sell them. And hopefully for season two, we can bring you guys a little bit of merchandise. Uh, but we will see what happens. So, Isaac, it's going to be a very weird next few weeks not calling you to record. <laughs> it, it will be, but we'll, we'll adapt. 
we will adapt. But until next time, guys, this is the Super Swole Bros. Signing out. For season one.